Hey, beautiful. I want to welcome you to episode number 51. We have the most incredible guest on today, Marta Spurk, and we're going to be chatting all about eliminating self-sabotage and the real definition to success. But first, I want to remind you, beautiful mama, that if you have not come over to stephaniegass.com and checked out all of the freebies I have waiting for you, all of the ways that we can work together, and all of my resources, head over there now and take a look. Be sure to opt in for your freebies. I'm going to send you free guides. I have three free training webinars that I send you just for saying thank you for being a part of my community. So head over there real quick. And again, thank you to every single one of you that have left a review for me. I appreciate you. You encourage me, empower me, and motivate me more than you will ever know. And if you haven't left a review, but you've been loving the show, head on over to iTunes, pause this episode right now, leave a review, click the stars, leave some comments, and subscribe to the show because you get the very first alert when the show is uploaded. And here's a little secret. When you subscribe to the show, you get first access. Your phone will ding and let you know a new episode is live. And sometimes it's a day before I even promote it. So don't miss out. Head over there, leave a review, and subscribe. All right, boss, let's hop on in to today's episode. We are welcoming Marta Spurk, who is a loving mama to three. Yes, I said three twin toddlers from Denver, Colorado. Marta runs Mom Does It All Success Coaching. Marta's mission is to empower, encourage, and uplift moms, first and foremost, to believe in their own potential and just to help them live a more fulfilling life. That includes building their businesses, starting something that's their own outside of motherhood if they feel pulled towards doing something like that and not feeling guilty, not feeling ashamed that they have this need. Marta helps them identify and eliminate self-sabotage, limiting beliefs, and essentially get out of their own way to build a life they love, whatever that looks like. So I am so thrilled to have her on the show. Let's dig in. What's up, Mama Boss? Welcome back to the Mompreneur Mastermind Show. I'm Stephanie Gass, success strategist and passive income queen creator. If you're ready to step into your God-led potential, create profit from your passions, and capture the success that is already yours, this podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more and connect with me over at stephaniegass.com. So grab that cup of coffee or fill up that glass of wine and let's dig in to today's show. Oh my gosh, I'm super excited. Today we have an amazing guest with us, ladies. So pumped. We have Marta Spurk. And as you heard from the intro, how amazing she is, triplets, running this amazing successful business and a podcast like Marta is goals, right? <laughs> She's Aww. got it going on. So welcome, Marta. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I am just as excited, if not more. <laughs> oh, thanks. So I think the first thing that everybody is going to want to know about you is your story. Can you kind of yes. share with us, how did you become passionate about what you do, even becoming an entrepreneur in the first place and kind of where you're at now? Mm -hmm. I feel like my entrepreneurial spirit started lurking me 
back when I was 14, actually, which is a long time ago. I'm originally from Brazil. I was born there. And I've always had this passion for English and American culture. And when I was in high school, my friends started asking for help with English and I started tutoring them. And then eventually people from church too, because my mom's a pastor. And with my mom being a pastor and being in contact with American pastors, I started coming to the US. So it was like an evolution for the obsession too. Mm -hmm. And eventually I got a bachelor's in translation and then a master's in linguistics. So I've always loved this education, teaching side of things, and also the motivation because of my church background. So that's kind of how everything came together for the coaching that I do today. Okay. And I even had to look back to be like, why do I like this so much? And <laughs> I, I guess I can pinpoint back to that, like always wanting to teach, help others with my knowledge. And just, you know, it's really fulfilling for me to see someone learn something because I taught them that I and mean, finding a way for them to learn that because everyone's so different. And then eventually after I had kids, you know, staying at home with them, I started coaching and initially it was with fitness because that's what I was looking for, you know, baby weight and all of the things. Sure. But I noticed that there was more to it. It was more of an inner work that I was wanting to help women do. Mm -hmm. And that's how I am here now with success coaching for moms. Wow. That's so amazing. So are you still, talk to us about the types of coaching that you're doing now? Like, is there a certain demographic within the mom community that you really are finding yourself kind of honing in on more so than fitness? Yeah. So it's mostly stay-at-home moms. There are some working moms too that I, I help. Initially, I when I transitioned from the fitness I was focused more on mom entrepreneurs, on mompreneurs and helping them grow their business or launch their business, kind of helping them find their passions and finding a way of pursuing it or monetizing it. And what I do? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Creating a presence online, all the things, because it was my journey, right? My yeah. trajectory and kind of helping them, the people that are were a few steps behind, kind of like, hey, I've been there. Let me walk you through this and give them that confidence too. Because even though we do do the strategy and all of that, it's more of the inner work, the mindset, believing in yourself, which is so funny because when I started with the fitness, I didn't really understand how big that was. And then you hear, you know, your uplines and everyone saying belief, belief. And I'm like, whatever, I believe in myself, <laughs> you know? And then you start digging deeper and it's like, I guess I don't really. And yes. then- finding the reasons why, digging back into your past. And so then because of all of that, the coaching kind of evolved into, I want to help all moms, even if they're not wanting to launch a business, I want to help them go back into their past, find the things that are holding them back so that they can be happy right now, even if they're full-time working moms, or if they're very content with being a stay-at-home mom, they're just not, you know, happy for some reason. And it's not like they need to start a business. Cause sometimes when I talk to people, they're like, okay, so are you saying every mom needs to start a business? And it's like, no, everyone has different passions and stuff. Maybe it is, you know, volunteering in the community, being part of other mom groups, whatever. It's just finding that thing that drives you and going for it and not feeling guilty that you have these desires because it doesn't mean you're a bad mom or that you're neglecting your kids. You're just taking some time for yourself because that's healthy for everyone involved. Oh, I love that so much. And I couldn't agree more that sometimes we don't even recognize what the things are that are holding us back, which mm -hmm. I want to talk to you about today for sure. Yes. Because I think that's so important for women to understand, well, 
I just feel this way because I feel this way. No, there's yeah. an underlying factor yeah. there and there's some stuff that you can heal. I mean, I've gone through so many life transitions in the past two or three years where it's a lot of stuff is uncovered. And once you uncover yeah. things, I always say, once you see it, you can't unsee. Yeah. So, but the beauty of that is you then have to heal it. So yes. we're going to get into that, ladies. Okay. But first I want to ask Martha, do you think, and you kind of said already that you do, but I want to hear your thoughts on this. Do you think each person has their own definition of success and how do we craft our own definition? Okay. So I feel like right now, because of social media and all these things out there, other people are creating the definition of success for us. Mm -hmm. And this is exactly what I'm trying to go against here, kind of, is encouraging, challenging, and inviting moms specifically to not let people do that for them. And that could be social media, that could be their family, um, and especially because nowadays we're living in a different generation from our parents. And we feel this guilt because of what we grew up with. Even if it's an unspoken judgment, sometimes it is very spoken by, you know, the the older generations, but I feel like a lot of it is internal. And that's what I want to encourage women to get rid of and change is that it's okay for you to feel certain things and pursue these things because you're not alone. There are other women that feel this way too. And that's where creating your own definition of success is where it's at. Because for some women, staying at home, cooking all of the meals, cleaning the house, that's what they love. They really feel fulfilled with that. And there is no wrong in that if that's where you're at. But for me, after becoming a mom myself, because before you become a mom, you have certain ideas. (laughs) And then once you become a mom, things change. The image that you had you know, I'm going to be at home and I'm going to love building my, my home and my family and whatever. It may change. For me, it did. I realized I don't like cooking meals. Like, I mean, <laughs> if it's like once in a while, that's fine. Oh, that's okay. So I love cooking Thanksgiving meals. I like, I, I actually tell my husband, go figure something out with the kids. And I want to make all of the dishes. Like, yes. I, I love it. But it's not something I want to do every day, coming up with different ideas. Like some people love that kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> Yeah. And you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so, or organizing. Some women are so passionate about closets and color coding. Not me. <laughs> right. Exactly. And I, that is a million percent okay. Yes. Yes. And so that's where I feel like there is different, there are different definitions of success because we are so different. So what I aim in life does, should not be the same as what you aim in life. I mean, of course it can, there can be similarities, mm-hmm. but it's going to be different because we are different. So that's why with social media, when you see the perfect pictures or even celebrities and you feel like that's the standard, that's yeah. the goal. No, yeah. it's not because they're not you. <laughs> so that's what I try to say. <laughs> I love that. I just totally love that so much. And I think it's, you're so right when you say social media is defining it for us because when some when you are when you ask someone what do you think success means to you so often we hear it's being totally financially free and it's looking perfect and it's yeah. being all things to everyone and it's yes. it's just this totally unrealistic ideal that is not for everyone and actually it's probably not for many at all there's probably right. 1% of people that will ever have those things yes So how do we craft? How do we craft a definition of success in our own lives? Right. So the reason why we don't come up with that is because we don't know who we are. So we look for somebody else to tell us, right? This is who you are. 
go and do that. Okay. That's easy, right? Someone telling you it's hard to figure out who you are, but then you feel miserable because it's not you. And you don't realize that that's the reason why you feel so unfulfilled because you're not doing what you're passionate about because you don't know what you're passionate about. So the whole point of my coaching is again, going back into your past and finding the things that used to light you up when you were a kid, because eventually when you grow up, you start putting on all of these layers because of the things that you have to do. You have to go to school. You have to go to college. You move, you find friends, you date. All of these things start influencing you and kind of taking away from that true essence. Mm -hmm. But I feel like for me at least, and I've noticed this with so many women, once you become a mom, it's kind of like a clean slate. Like, okay, I am a mom now. I am responsible for these kids and and for their upbringing and what am I going to teach them? So I kind of need to go back into what I grew up with and see what is good here that I want to pass along and what is not that great that I want to change, right? And it's that I feel like the the ultimate moment of reevaluation of your whole self into seeing, you know, what do I want to do now? You know, who am I really? What do I love? Because eventually you're going to help your children figure that out too. Do they like sports? Do they like music? But if you don't know that for you and you're just mom, quote unquote, then how are they going to figure that out for themselves? I feel like if I am so, so uh, confident in who I am with my passions, I can help them find theirs so much easier too. Because they're yes. going to be like, no, I don't like this mom. I like this something else and it's going to be all right. You know, yep. it's not good. Because so many times parents to force kids to do certain things, right? Mm-hmm. Let's get involved in sports. You're going to be a football player or whatever it is. Yeah. Or let's get you involved with music or with ballet. And that's not what they want because we are born with certain talents. That's something that we even talked about in our interview for my show, how we are born with these talents, these desires, whatever you want to call it. If God put, put it in there or it's just in it, right? Yeah. And how do you find that? You have to do this, this soul searching and there's a whole process for it. It's not just sit down and start thinking. Yes. <laughs> but you have to ask questions. You have to dig deep. You have to be willing to get vulnerable with yourself and realize that there's lots of crap that you need to get rid of and get through. Yeah. And that's not always comfortable, but it's so eye-opening and just, it's really a release and of, of so many things that you kind of like, it's like looking at yourself in the mirror for sure. And being your best friend kind of, you know, yes. like understand, cause I feel like we don't know people a whole lot. We don't know ourselves, oh. you know, even, we, we know ourselves even less. And that's the reason why our relationships suck and everything mm-hmm. around us suck because we're not in tune with who we are. And again, it's not necessarily anyone else's fault because we're so busy. There's so much to do. But I feel like if you intentionally create that moment where, okay, from now on, I'm going to know who I am, then things start changing drastically because you get to choose your relationships. You get to choose your reality. You get to choose if you're happy or sad and how you react to situations, whether they're good or bad and all of that. Yeah. You take back control. Yes. You're taking back control. control. And I love how you said, look back at when you were young and see the things that lit you up and what you were gifted at. And it made me think of the funniest story. My mom put me in ballet when I was younger, of course, you know, well, let's get her into ballet two (laughs) classes in. And the ballet teacher comes over and she's like, Renee, you might want to put Stephanie in hip hop and get her out of ballet because that's amazing. She's shaking her booty a lot. And to this day, I do Zumba multiple times a week. (laughs) Like I like me, I just like to get down with some good beats, right? So it, it cracked up because 
you think of that's amazing or even children that they fit into these molds, but every human Mm -hmm. being is different and things that light one person up doesn't light another one up. And I think we should redefine like the Marta and Stephanie show says we are redefining the equation of success and it equals nothing other than what lights you up. Yes, exactly. And it's so fun for me to see, even with my kids being the same age, like just when you were talking about picturing you as a child, (laughs) ballet class, like I can (laughs) picture my kids with the things that they like. Like one is so focused on organizing things. If anyone touches it, he just freaks out. And like they have their already, they're three years old and you can already tell the things that they care about and the things that they couldn't care less about. And I mean, they were born like that. I didn't do it, you know? So, and then eventually we kind of lose that, but there has to be a point where you look inside yourself and figure that out for yourself instead of letting somebody else dictate that for you. Oh man, so good. So talk to me about, I know you had highlighted, you have this, this passion where it comes to looking at yourself and saying, what are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? Yes. And then not just focusing on one or the other, but really digging into differences there to see what's not working so that you can actually yes. change it. Can you talk to us yes. about that? So with the whole thing of looking into what's not working, I focus a lot on self-sabotage because it's the different beliefs, the different things that you've grown up with that you don't even realize are in there that are framing your reality for you. It's your perspective. And you can change that because it's you and you can work on yourself. And that's the one thing that I always say, usually when things are going wrong in our business, in our lives, we try to put blame on somebody else. It's my husband's fault. It's my kid's fault. It's my boss's fault or whatever. And it's like, okay, they might play a part in the situation, but you can't change them. You know, you can try, but it's, you know, you can't change people, but you can always change yourself. You're always a common denominator in situations. So lots of people say, you know, goal setting, you have to be like, you know, I want to be, if if you want to be like a millionaire, you have to start thinking like a millionaire and start acting like a millionaire. But before you even do that, you have to look at what you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. so that you can change it. And, and the, it goes back to being aware of who you are, right? And I encourage women to look back into their past, not to put blame on other people, but to understand the influences that you've had. Because mm-hmm. then you realize, oh my gosh, I have been thinking exactly like my mom has thought. And I don't think that's good. I want to change that, you know? Sure. And it's easier when you pinpoint things in other people because it's hard so much. Because we, we, we always pay attention to people more than we do ourselves. And, you know, how they ruined our lives or how, you know, they did us wrong. That's what we focus on, unfortunately. Uh So in that sense, I encourage women to look into their female role models growing up and look at several different areas that they noticed in these people, like their stories, their beliefs, their feelings, their judgments, their regrets. I mean, if you start thinking about one person, maybe your mom, maybe your sister, you can already remember so many stories. Mm -hmm. And we do this process, you know, very deep in very much detail Because then you start thinking, that's why I've been feeling so unfulfilled in this area, because I am believing this, that this is what I need to have, because that's what my mom said that I needed to have, or that's what she said she needed it. And I kind of carried this on with me. And it's just so eye-opening. And that's where I say, focusing on your weaknesses, because it's the things that are holding you back. And then once you're aware of them, you can actually start changing them, because that's just what you said. Once you see something, you can't unsee it, but that's okay because then you can change it. So it's not to dwell in these things, but you have to understand yourself, right? You have to know your weaknesses to know what you should be focusing on. And then after that, 
looking at your accomplishments. Because before goal setting, like I feel like goal setting is the third step. First, looking at your weaknesses, then looking at your strengths, the things you've already accomplished. Because yeah. if you focus so much on, I want to be a New York Times bestselling author, mm-hmm. and you start taking the steps to getting there, it's like, if you don't have that confidence, and it goes back to mindset, think about the things that you have already accomplished in that arena, maybe. Maybe you, you used to write for the school's newspaper. I don't know. You've already done stuff in that sense that will help you know that you have what it takes. That Because it's, it's again, it goes back to what lights you up. The reason why you have this desire to begin with is because of something in the past that you, you know, it's not just a harebrained idea. Yeah. <laughs> so that shows you, you've already done things in that aspect that, you know, make you capable of achieving this eventually. Sure right? And knowing also, and then the next step with the goal setting that I help women to do is understanding that the people that already made it to where you want to be, they didn't start there, right? They had to go through a journey. What did they do? Because so many times we look and uh, again to social media and you're like, oh, these people have, they have all this money. They seem to be so happy, but they didn't achieve that overnight. They probably struggled a lot along the way, but we don't see that usually, right? And we forget that that happened. And one thing that I've talked about before in my podcast that sometimes I remember some Bible stories and some stuff that have stuck with me because of growing up in church. And I remember once I spoke in church about Abraham looking at the stars and, you know, and eventually he did have his son. And, but there was a long period of time where he just had to look at something that was not. And of course the Bible can't have pages for all those days that he waited. Yeah. To say, you know, today I'm feeling happy. I'm going to make it. I'm going to have that kid. You know, I'm yeah. doing this. And then the next day he's like, dang it. I'm, I don't think it's going to work out. Yep, I'm going to get me a dog. I'm just going to go ahead and get that puppy I've been looking at. It's all right. It's not going to happen. You know, like it takes time and we don't see that journey because that's their journey. It's not your journey. You have to live your journey. And so yeah. that's, you know, I'm all about the journey. The destination is just, you know, an excuse to start walking. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, and what is the destination ultimately without the journey? Like how boring would that be? You're like, well, I'm done. Like I didn't have to go through it. Just you value the end goal so much more when you had to work for it and dream about it and grow into achieving it. Yes, totally. So I like all of that. That was all so amazing. (laughs) I talk a lot. (laughs) Oh, you, you and I are just soul sisters. We're the same. We are. We so are. That's so funny. I love it. (laughs) Okay. So here we are talking about how we have these inherent dreams or gifts. Go back to our childhood to take a look at that. What are they really? Uncover them. Start working towards them by looking at ourselves in the mirror. What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What can we fix here? And really a sidebar on that. That's hard, right? Like to actually look in the mirror and say to yourself, like, Hey, you have, cause I hate hearing feedback, you know, Oh, you care too much what people think or mm-hmm. you're, you know, whatever they might say to you. You're like, no, I don't like, I'm good. So the, it's the hardest thing ever to actually look at yourself in the mirror and say, these are your issues. So how do we identify these secret things within us that we don't even pay attention to them? Cause we're so busy taking care of everyone else. Do you have any other triggers for that? So one thing that has helped me and has been huge, and I even came across because of someone I interviewed in the podcast, was taking the Enneagram test. Have you ever heard of that? Oh, yes. I'm a seven. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's amazing because I'm a three and I I resonate with seven so much. I feel like we're alike in so many ways because it's like outspoken, easygoing, all the things. 
So yeah, that helped me so much because it's like confirmation of the things that I feel. And I love it because it tells you your weaknesses, but in kind of like a lighter way of this is why it's positive that you have these weaknesses because it contributes to the world. You know what I mean? It helps you understand that you are flawed, but it's okay because the world needs that. They need that personality. Because there are other types of personality that lack what you have, even though you're flawed. (laughs) And so you can help those people just as much as they can help you. So that was huge for me. So I recommend anyone listening that, okay, first step to get to know myself and understand my my weaknesses and strengths, go find a free Enneagram test online and you're going to be blown away at how true it is. (laughs) It's insane. And another thing too is that I actually found there's a band that recorded, they wrote and recorded songs for each Enneagram type and they posted it. uh, It's all over on YouTube and on Spotify as well. And they have a podcast where they brought in an Enneagram specialist expert and they explained the lyrics to the song. It's like a one hour episode per personality type. And I was just bawling my eyes out. Like, that's me. (laughs) Going back to childhood, because lots of the things that they explained about the personality, it's like, you used to seek approval from your parents and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, especially with the self-sabotage work that I do, I was like, oh my gosh, this is me. Like, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, definitely recommend that for sure. And journaling the whole, you know, you and yourself, you, <laughs> me, myself and I moment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. every morning, writing down the things you're grateful for, writing down the things that you're proud of. That's something I don't feel people incorporate enough in their journaling. Yeah talk about, you know, gratitude is super important, but usually when you talk about gratitude, you don't talk about yourself. Yeah. You talk about grateful for kids, grateful for husband, grateful for house, whatever. How about you? Where are you in this equation? Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I like to add something that I learned from one of my mentors called a brag book where I literally sit there and write 10 things a day that I'm proud of. I am proud of raising triplets. I am proud of Amen, sister. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> my gosh, it takes a lot of work. Or I am proud that yesterday I took my kids to the museum by myself. It uh-huh. takes a lot of work. I am proud. I am proud that I cleaned the house yesterday because I haven't in a, in a whole week, but yesterday. Hey, but yesterday you know, I did. I did. So when you do that, you create that confidence for yourself. And it's everything that I just said that will help you do something else tomorrow that you haven't done or that you didn't think you could. So those are things that help you really uh, reevaluate who you are and be proud of who you are. Yes, I agree. I love those tips. Now, here are women that are going after these dreams and these visions in their life. Do you have any tips? Because I think so often we say, okay, maybe I have this dream in my heart to start a blog or to be the best-selling author mm-hmm. or to maybe go back into the workforce. Yes. But yet society is telling us that no, a successful mama is present only in the home or XYZ. Do you have any tips on eliminating that the mama guilt that isn't founded? I feel like it's, it's a process, right? It's not something that's going to go away, but what has helped me is listening to podcasts just like this to other women that expose these issues because there's lots of backlash. I mean, my goodness, people in my family or even people that I'm not even, you know, close to, they will message me on Instagram and say, I've never had help raising my kids. Everyone survives parenthood. And just like telling me, you know, that everything that I'm saying is, crazy. And it's like, it doesn't matter what you do. Okay. So I guess this is the answer to the question. It doesn't matter what you do. People are going to complain and they're going to judge you. Mm -hmm. So it goes back to, you really need to find 
who you are and what you want to do with your life and then do it, you know? And if you don't know what that is, it makes it even easier. And you, you become so much more vulnerable to that judgment and to that criticism, because then you don't really know you're not confident to begin with. And if there's no one validating you, then you can't move forward, right? Because you need people's validation. Once you step aside and you're like, hold on a second, I don't need anyone to tell me I'm amazing to feel amazing and to know that I'm amazing. Then everything changes. So it's like reaching that place through these different practices and and reaching, you know, finding this information out there, searching for this information out there that's going to empower you to come to a place of, I am me and that's enough. Mm -hmm. And I don't need anybody to tell me that I'm good to feel like I am good. And I feel like that's really hard for women, especially for moms. And that's why being a stay-at-home mom or being a mom is so tough because there is no recognition, right? It's an amazing job. It's an honorable job. You're raising human beings, but it's the same all every day. It feels like you're not getting anywhere. You know, it's not like going to a job and your boss tells you, you know, you did amazing. Let me give you a raise. There is no such thing. And so you feel like you're not accomplishing anything. And that's why I feel like entrepreneurship helps so much in that sense because you're creating these goals for yourself. You are, you know, connecting with other people and that starts trickling into your personal life and you start seeing, hang on a second, I'm pretty awesome as Mm -hmm. a mom, you know? So that's why I I have loved this journey because it's helped me back and forth, you know, like being a mom and having to, you know, raise my kids helps me with being organized with my business and vice versa. And yeah, I mean, there's no one that can it put confidence inside of you. They can help you with tools, but ultimately you have to do the work yourself. Yes. So amazing. And I think once you recognize that you can have the happiest life when you're most fulfilled and doing the diverse things that you love, mm-hmm. when you're happier, you are a better mama. Like you said, yes. you know, you are a better spouse in every area of your life doors start opening, all of the things start happening. So totally. So good. Well, thank you. Oh my gosh. We learned so much today, Marta. (laughs) You've been amazing. Your energy is fire. That's why I resonate with you so well, because I think I just love when people show up, you know, and they just bring all of them. And the fact that you have triplets and all of these things and amazing business going on and you just show up and bring the fire. Like we appreciate you. Thank so you. much for lighting us up today. So tell my girls, tell the listeners, where can they get them some Marta? Like, where can they find you? Tell us about your show. Yes. So if you look for either my name, Marta Spurk, or Mom Does It All, you should be able to find me anywhere. So I have two uh, Instagram accounts, one for the for the podcast, Mom Does It All podcast, and my personal is Mom Does It All underscore. And then on Facebook, I have a Mom Does It All community where I actually have several different mompreneurs uh, sign up for a member spotlight where they can mm-hmm. share their business and share their knowledge. They go live and, and everything. So that's awesome, especially if you're a mompreneur and if you're wanting to showcase your business. Because I, I was interviewing in the podcast and then I was like, I, there has to be other ways of, you know, having women talk about what they're doing. I want to help. And so that's what I'm doing. And I want to do other stuff with the podcast too, with like giveaways and helping uh, moms that have product based businesses. So that's another way too. And I have my website, marchesburg.coach. But basically just come find me, come message me. (laughs) I love it. Cool. Well, thanks girl. Thank you. This was great. Wow. 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 I hope you loved that episode as much as I did. I learned so much and I'm excited to start digging into myself, taking a look at ways I might be self-sabotaging and also making sure that I am living God-sized dreams and living my life to my absolute fullest potential. 
So thankfully you loved it. If you did hop on over to iTunes, leave a quick review for the show and I might just read yours next. I want to leave you today, beautiful mama, with so much abundance. I want to pray over you that you are filled with energy, excitement, passion about your life, and that you have the dreams and the vision to create your own definition of what success means to you in your life. I pray that you don't allow anyone else's input on that definition, that you realize your worth in whatever passions God has placed in your heart and that those passions alone create your biggest dreams and your goals and that you don't let anyone, anything, or any social media platform distort the definition that you've created in your heart for your own life. And I pray that you have so much excitement after hearing today's show. You head on out there, leap out, step out, and take a chance because you, my beautiful friend, are worth it. As always, love and light, Steph. Hey mama, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, if you'll head over to iTunes, the Mompreneur Mastermind Show, and leave a review and subscribe to the channel, that would be awesome. And I'd love to connect with you over on social media. My handle is at Stephanie Gass. I'll see you soon. Bring light, love, and abundance until next time.